All right, today we're gonna do another Rags to Riches Secrets. Today, this one's gonna be a special one. I'm giving you the 12 questions that will help you level up. And I know you're like, I wanna level up, I want the good life. And, but the question is, is like, where do you start? And knowing starting points, usually it always comes back to being able to ask the right, que or the right questions. Because once you ask the right questions, you can start getting better answers. And so what we're going to do is we're going to break down 12 questions that you can start asking yourself. And as you ask yourself, like give yourself, just think about it. Give yourself a, like a, a, like on a scale of one to 10, where am I at? How, how well am I executing on these things? Because if you ask yourself these better questions, you will start getting better results. Okay. So question number one, have I learned the 25 cognitive biases people have? Now you might be, Mike, what are the 25 cognitive biases? This is important. There, uh, if you go look, there's a, there's a guy named Charlie Munger. He's Warren Buffett's business partner. And Charlie Munger, he went out and basically he had done a really good job documenting 25 biases. These are biases that you and I have just because we're just straight up human beings. But if you, as you start to understand the 25 cognitive biases that people have, you will start understanding the way humans are influenced so that you can start using those, those methods to be persuasive. So let me give you an example. So cognitive biases number one is reward and punishment, okay? People tend to, like if you're working for an employer, you're connected with a, an influencer, whatever it is, when you, when you tend to get some sort of reward and it's something that you actually desire, that you end up, you tend to end up really liking that individual, okay? So it, you end up, you're, you become biased towards things that actually help you and biased towards things that what you perceive don't help you. Um, it's obvious, but that's one of them. You need to understand it. Number two is liking and loving tendency. It's very similar, but this isn't just, this isn't just exactly about punishment stuff. It's like when you perceive like, boom, I'm connected with so-and-so, like, you, you overlook all their flaws, okay? They don't have flaws. They become perfect in your mind. And because they come perfect in your mind, you overlook it. And then you're like, I love these guys. These guys rock, okay? But it, it's also the same on the opposite so side of the coin, which is three, disliking, hating tendency. Like if you decide or, or you run into an employer who decides that they don't like somebody or they don't like you or whatever, they don't just not like you. They just can't stand you. Like there's nothing you could do right. You could walk on water and they're like, man, he doesn't even know how to swim. You see what I'm talking about? That's what that, that tendency has. So number four, this is doubt avoidance. Doubt avoidance is, is rather than sitting down, analyzing things and figuring things out to see if they actually make sense, people get skeptical. Oh, that'll never work. So rather than doing the homework, they actually just use a shortcut and they start doubting and because they doubt it they justify it in their mind therefore they move down the path of like this doesn't make any sense okay that one right there it's you see it you see it and i've actually made the same mistake thinking like cryptocurrency wasn't actually going to be very legit when in reality if you pause and you take just a second consider this whenever you transfer money to and from like location say you want to transfer money to a different part of the world there is a nice skimming effect that comes right off the top. They're taking a slice out of it, maybe 2%, 3%, 4%, 5%. If you could, if you could stop the skimming of things off, off the top like a bank, 
you actually change everything. See what I'm saying? So I was doing this thinking cryptocurrency didn't actually have a real good future. In fact, I noticed even Warren Buffett did because I was at his, his uh, shareholder meeting when that very question was asked and he's like, boy, that's not going to end right. That's going to end badly. Except he just went and bought a bunch of it and I own Berkshire Hathaway stock, therefore I have some too. But that's something that comes into play. There on here, there's in total, there's 25, okay? I'm not going to go through all 25. But if you ask me some things, curiosity, that is uh, on here, it's number six. Curiosity. Why is curiosity important? It's the big thing that gets people to move forward. It allows them to start pulling forward. Like, I want to check that out. I want to check this out. But if you don't make them curious, then they, then they just let it pass by. Curiosity is king. Um, you got to know that. Uh, number nine, uh, reciprocation. Like, I do this when I take and I work with people. In fact, I'm doing it right here with you right now. I'll give you an example of it, okay? When you, what I do is I am in the process of creating value, giving you content, showing you how to, to get the good life. What does that do? It probably will lead you to be interested in maybe buying products from me in the future because I'm adding value and I'm showing you things that you should know that actually would make your life way better. And so reciprocation then comes into play. Whether you come back and you want to associate with me or somebody else does. But in the end, reciprocation usually comes back. But you just got to over, you've got to see it. You come down into uh, number, let's do number 14, the private. Like the idea of somebody not being able to have it, it's like the last three. Amazon does it to you all the time. Look at it. Go to make a purchase. Hey, there's only three left. You're like, holy crap, if I don't buy it now, I'm not going to get it, right? They, they create urgency and fear in you and stuff. That is the, that's number 14, the deprival one. He actually has 25 of these things. And if you go through it, you've got to say, okay, I've got to understand this so that I can understand human psychology. So that's question number one that I had on this list is, have you learned the cognitive biases? Okay. And if you haven't, then it's time to go in and start learning them. You've got to, you've got to be able to gather this. So level two or next question, you're trying to figure out how to level up is what is my level of accountability? Are you at a level one where something happens and you're like, that's not my fault. Yeah, that's not my fault. That's, about, that's somebody else's job. Therefore, you don't take responsibility. Level three responsibility says, look, what did I do to contribute to the outcome? And as soon as you start asking that question, what it does is it gives you the ability to make a choice, make a decision. Because you're, if, if you have level one, no matter what happens, you believe that you're a victim and victims don't become victors, okay? That's not where victory is obtained. Ask yourself, what have I done to contribute to this outcome? Because once you ask that question, it sets you up for a better question in the future. What can I do to change the outcome in the future so that I do not have to participate in that? So that's number two, level two account or level three accountability. Okay, number three. Do you make time to bump into influencers? Okay, I'm talking about people that, that have already leveled up. I'm talking about people that have created the good life to do exactly what you want to do. Have you taken time to level up and get involved with those guys? How do you get involved? Okay, look, they, they do events all the time. You can go to the events. You can buy a ticket to the event. You can go do a training. You can go do some learning. You can go gather some information. Heck, Go meet them, bump into them, take a picture, say, man, I think what you do is amazing. It would be great to be more involved in what you're doing. What program do you think would probably help me out the most 
where I'm at right here right now today. You can ask him those questions. Hey, what, what three books would you recommend I read? What, like, see what I'm talking about? Because these guys, these guys have spent a decade, maybe more, figuring out the gold nuggets that allowed them to be successful. And they can, in an instant, transfer to you the gold nuggets. This is the book I would read because, let me explain why. Then they say, and this is the person I would follow. And this is the event I would go to because this will change your life. I can see your gap right here right now. And this right here will close your gaps. See, what you don't know what you don't know, right? That's why you get in proximity to an influence or somebody that knows how to do it because they will close the gaps on what you can't see. So there you go. Number Number three, proximity influence. Four, do you learn a new thing or new things every single day? Okay, think about it. Think of a think of a lake. Like if you got a lake and you like you have you have water coming in, but like nothing ever happens to it. It's just like this lake just sits there. It doesn't like water comes in, but nothing comes out because it doesn't have an outlet. It's not learning. It's not gathering. It's not transferring. It's not sharing. It's not moving. And if that happens. Then you become stale. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being a doctor or going to see a doctor who does heart surgery and he doesn't keep up with current events? He doesn't understand what's changing in the marketplace. He does not understand the new techniques, the new medicines, the medications, the new things to keep you alive. And he's just like, hey, man, I, I do this the same old way I used to always do it. I just get this axe and then I just kind of rip you open. Right. Like, why would you ever go to that guy? But that's the problem. People get stuck and they get stagnant, not gathering new information so that they can make better decisions. So learn a new thing every day. Okay. So on to question number five. It says, am I trying to find a way to contribute to make the world better? Okay. What this comes down to is if you find a way to help enough people get ahead in life, you will get ahead in life. But you've got to find a way to contribute. It's not... Prosperity is allowing, you think about it, prosperity is helping other people accomplish exactly what they want to do and getting paid along the way or as part of their journey. And if you're not finding a way to help enough people, then you probably don't have much money in your checking account. Helping people is what's going to allow you to help yourself. They, it's crazy how those two things work in tandem, but in fact, they absolutely do. Okay, number six. Do I have goals? Do you have goals? Have you have you set your goals? What, what are you trying to do? What is your accomplishment? Like you asked me, Mike, what is your goal? My goal is to make $10 million by August. Is that a big, hairy, audacious goal? Heck yeah. Like, but guess what? Here's what happens. In the morning, do I think about it? I do. Do I spend time thinking about how do I help people? Yes. Do I start figuring out what things I could put into place to make that happen? Yes. You start asking better questions because if the current vehicle you have isn't designed to take you there, then you've got to ask yourself a better question. What will take me there? In fact, that's even one of my later questions, okay? But you've got to ask the question, okay? Do I have goals? Because if you don't have goals, you can't have a roadmap to get to the goal, okay? So on to number seven, okay? Seven says, uh, do, I have, do I have a big enough why to motivate me, Okay? Like the journey to leveling up is not exactly easy. Like it's going to cause you to do things that may be uncomfortable. Maybe you're uncomfortable getting on TV. Maybe you're uncomfortable doing a podcast. Maybe you're uncomfortable with a camera. Maybe you're uncomfortable putting yourself out there. Okay. 
you're going to have to have a why. And I mean a why that drives you to says, you know what? I will overcome that because, and here's my why. And then you can explain it. But if your why doesn't allow you, like think about it. You, if you, if, okay, well, well, I've got guys that go out and sell. I'm like, all right, let's go out and sell. Let's figure out how to generate some money. Let's do some good things, make some help or help some people. And if you sit in your car and you can't seem to get out of your car to go talk to some people, your why ain't big enough. If your why ain't big enough, you will stay in the car. You will be paralyzed from moving forward because you will allow fear to grab a hold of you. And you've got to get fear under control. The way you get that under control is you have a why big enough that allows you to overcome it. Now, it helps in your why that you have stars and Dobermans. Stars is the good shiny object or whatever it is you're going to run to. Dobermans, what's going to happen? Like, what's going to bite me? Like, the, there's the downside, okay? You've got to have a downside and an upside because you need two pieces of information or two, a punishment and a reward that causes you to move forward. So find a why big enough to get you to do things that you wouldn't normally do. Okay, so number eight, uh, what do I feed my mind during the day? You might be thinking, Mike, what do you mean what do I feed my mind during the day? Well, if you thought about it, are you feeding your mind full of positive things or negative things? Think of your mind like a cornfield. If you were to go out there and to scatter corn, what do you think is going to grow, right? Corn. If you were to go out there and scatter, like, um, say you want wheat, and you scatter the wheat seeds and you take care of it, what do you think is going to grow, okay? What if your mind is just like that field, and instead of planting wheat, you go out there and you plant weeds because you're, I'm worried about this, I'm concerned about this, like this, 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 and you start planting doubt. What if you were to sow a field full of doubt? I doubt I could make, I don't believe I could do this. I like, yeah, it's not in the stars for me. And if you start planting that stuff, what do you think will grow in the field? Your mind is no different. You have got to be very careful about what you plant in the field. You've got to cultivate your mind in such a way that what's in the field actually is what you want to grow. Something will grow. The question is, is what? And you've got to decide what it is. If you if you plant doubt, doubt will go. If you plant faith and belief, it will grow, okay? So just decide, what are you going to plant into your field? Number nine, am I acting like I have already leveled up, okay? You've heard the, the saying, fake it till you make it. What, in part, what you're really saying is, if you, if you want to be successful, you need to start acting successful, okay? Like, you don't walk around looking down at the ground, like if you say, what would a successful person do? Successful person looks up, okay? They take and they move. They carry, them, they carry their body in a certain way. They believe certain things. They act certain ways, okay? They have things that they do as part of their routine that allows them to be successful. And if you're not modeling success, you're modeling something, and it's probably not what or the outcome that you want. Now, nobody says you got to go out and buy a Lamborghini. Nobody says you have to go out and be foolish or crazy, right? But there could be some value in the way you look. There could be some value in the way you groom yourself. There could be some value in maintaining your body. There could be some value in adding things to your mind. There could be value in the correct habits. You see what I'm saying? Like intelligent people, like people that are successful, have a way of leveling up. Some of them are prolific experimenters. They understand that if they fail, failure is a part of the path. Like 
when they fail, they all, they, they're like, cool, I can weed that out. That opportunity doesn't work. So then they pick a different one. They pick a different one. I have a friend that does $100 million a year in sales. And he told me, he goes, Mike, he goes, I actually like failure. If failure is easier for me to deal with than success. And I'm like, bro, like, what do you mean? And he said, he goes, because if I fail, I already know that that doesn't work. But he goes, if it works, which I want it to work, he goes, sometimes I don't know why it worked. I don't know what elements it worked. Was it a headline? Was it, was it the, the content? Was it the product? Was it like, I, he's, I've got, then I have to go into another phase of trying to discover why it works. Sometimes when stuff works, like you get a job, for example, they pay you 10 bucks an hour, 20 bucks an hour, 30 bucks an hour, okay? You're like, boom, this works, okay? But you ask yourself, will that give me the good life? No, but it's working. Because it works, you get stuck. And because you get stuck, you don't ever break out. Corporate America is awesome and it's a trap, okay? For, for the, the dreamers and the ones that want to do more, ooh, I got stuck, man. I can tell you from firsthand account, working at a missile company, nine to five, corporate America, good life, right? That it was hard for me to break out. It was very hard because the question is, is how do I supplement or how do I replace my income? How do I, how do I start figuring out how to accumulate wealth and build wealth? Okay. So just, you got to start leveling up and acting like successful people do. So that brings us up to 10. Do you have a plan to level up? What do you mean plan? All right. This is what I mean. Plan. Okay. If you've got this goal, and say your goal is to make $10 million, but you're working nine to five, making 30 bucks an hour. You will not, you don't have a plan in place that would allow you to level up. So then you've got to say, okay, what, what opportunity exists in the marketplace that would take me from A to B? And if it doesn't take you to A to B, you're like, oh, got to, got to retool. Oh, got to retool. Oh, got to retool. Like what got me in the solar business? Not only did I like the industry, but I found it fascinating. But when I looked at it, I'm like, the lifestyle I want, I could go out and apply for this job, this job, this job, this job. And I, and I asked myself, what's, what's the end game? What's the outcome? What, what will happen if I apply for this job in accounting? What will happen if I apply for this job at this defense contractor? What will happen if I actually were, was to obtain this job or to spend my time? And my conclusion is, is the good life I was, that I was already having and that I was pursuing would actually disappear because it would not sustain or support the good life. And so therefore I needed another plan. And the, 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 the conclusion I came to is I have to discover how to sell something. And once I discovered how to sell something, I discovered how to move things, okay? It became, I became a creator, somebody that creates opportunities and wealth for somebody else, okay? Everybody, like everybody else that takes in is, is, has a nine to five job, just think of it this way, you're a contributor, you contribute your labor and then you contribute your money to buy some things that a creator creates. The creators have the money, the contributors give the money. That's the two people you got on the planet. So you got to ask yourself, what, like, where am I at? And if you're on the side of contributing, you're stuck. Okay. If you're on the side that's creating, boom, now you've got a path to the good life now or to, to leveling up. You see what I'm saying? But you've got to ask those questions. You don't ask those questions. You're going to get stuck forever. Okay. So number 11, uh, can I measure the results so that I'm making progress? What do you mean, Mike? Measuring results so I get progress. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I mean. Are you, okay, when I would look at my calendar, okay, I would say, okay, is my calendar full? Have I filled up my calendar? Have I booked enough appointments so that I can go work, 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 work? I can go meet somebody, meet somebody, meet somebody. 
Think about it. The more handshakes you make, the more money you'll make. And if you're not shaking hands, you're probably not making much money. And so then you got to say, what is my measurement? So your measurement could be how many appointments did I put on my calendar? How full did I pack my calendar? Like if, if you got a way to measure it, then you can measure the outcome. Then you know what the result is. But if you don't have a way to measure what matters to you, like my friend Russell Brunson, he does click funnels and stuff. He's basically what he did is he's like, the only way I can get my business to grow is if I generate more leads. And so then the main thing he spent, he started spending time is, is how do I get people opting or opt into my email list so that I can start generating leads? And if I get 10 today, I want 12 tomorrow. And if I get 12 tomorrow, I want like 20 the next day. And he keeps figuring out how do I add more? How do I add more? How do I add more? So that he can start measuring it because the back end takes care of itself in that case. Okay. See what I'm saying? Okay. So you've got to be able to measure or measure it. So number 12. So um, do I manage my state? Manage my state. Like, do I walk around like Mr. Negative? Do I walk around with my beliefs that, oh, I can't be successful? Do I, do I like, you could say, okay, I'm going to stand right here right now. Think about your physiology. How are you standing? Are you standing with your head down? Because what happens when you got your head down? Are you, a, are you in a cheerful, positive, happy state? No. Now think about it. Now if I put myself in a Superman state, hands on my hips, powerful, right? With the belief system that I can do it. Like if you're confident, how, how are you going to hold your head? You can have your head kind of cocked up high or you're going to have your head tipped down low, right? You're going to control it. How are you breathing? Are you breathing deep? <sighs> are you taking shallow breaths? See what I'm saying? You can, you can, if you pause and take a second to get control of your state and say, look, put yourself in a strong state, put yourself in a strong position. In fact, you can even try it right now. If you're driving, um, kind of visualize a little bit, but you better keep your eyes on the road because it's not my fault if you crash, okay? But visualize this, okay? Breathe in. Like breathe in, like I can breathe success, like a smell coming in. And then you can relax, you can calm your mind. You allow your mind to calm. Think about something that was good in your life. What good thing happened in your life? What thing transpired that made your life better? Take a moment, take a moment think on that. Like, what are you grateful for? What amazing thing are you grateful for? What, what did it feel like? What was your experience like? How did you feel? Like, like where, where were you at? What, what were you doing? Like this amazing thing that transpired in your life. And if you think about what is it? Is that great? Like, hmm. What, what other thing? Think of another thing. What other amazing thing took place in your life? Like what, what time in your life? Think about this. What time in your life when you were like, I am on top of the world. I am unstoppable. Everything's going my way. Like if I put my hand to whatever this task is, it will succeed because I am in a state of absolute success, total domination, total belief. Like where were you at? What were you doing? Think about and as you think about that, it's like, oh, God, can you feel it, right? Did you see how you are not, you're getting into a positive state? See, like, did you actually have to go there or could you just go there in your mind and experience the transformation that came from doing that? You see what I'm talking about? You could put yourself in that state. Now that you're in the state where you know that you're being successful, what could you do in the state? What could you accomplish? These little problems that are that are nipping at your heels, you could probably overcome it, right? From a positive, confident state, think about what choices you could make. What decisions could you make that could change everything? And when you're in that state, 
That's where the success is, okay? Basically, I've just given you the blueprint, 12 powerful questions that you can ask yourself right here, right now, and it will immediately cause you to start leveling up because where your energy, like the better the question, the better your life. And where your energy goes, your 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 or like like where your mind goes, your energy flows. Okay, so you're gonna we're controlling our mind on what we want, the outcome, and then we will allow our energy to flow towards that to help us to obtain the goal and the results that we want. Boom. There is another rags the riches secrets, the skills, the questions, the tools to level up. I will talk to you later.